you want to ditch feature dumping, build trust and earn the opportunity to become your prospect's trusted guide, then say hello to the Influential Communicator newsletter. Now, listen, my friend, my intention is clear because with one actionable weekly email keyword actionable my goal is to transform you into a captivating storyteller communicator and presenter so if this is a bit of you then head on down to www.theinfluentialcommunicator.com to register now and by the way if you do sign up know that you'll also receive my free guide on how to craft a punchy and high converting elevator story i'll see you on the other side Welcome to the Influential Communicator Podcast, where my mission is to help B2B salespeople sell more by becoming authentic storytellers and impactful communicators without suppressing who they truly are or their values. I'm your host, Ravi Rajani, and without further wait, let's get into it. Remember when the pandemic began and Zoom fatigue was so real? It still is, if I'm honest, but it was so real back then. And the worst thing was, was that all virtual presentations kind of sucked and still do. Let's be fair and still do. I mean, lighting, we looked like we were streaming live from our mum's basement. Real talk. Audio, we sounded like we were speaking inside of a fishbowl. Awful. And video, don't even get me started, man. We forgot that nobody wants to see our dirty laundry in the background, right? But as they say... You can't put lipstick on a pig, meaning you can have the most beautiful setup. However, if you can't get your audience's attention and keep it, you have no chance at earning the opportunity to become their trusted guide because attention is the currency of the modern world. And in today's episode, I want to teach you how to ethically steal it in broad daylight. Does that sound fair? I said ethically. Don't get upset. I said ethically, okay. And my vehicle for teaching you how to do that is my stack the momentum method. So whether you deliver webinars to potential customers, represent your company on virtual stages, or even lead your weekly all hands meeting online, today's episode is for you, my friend. So let's set the scene, okay? Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Now, I'd say 101% of the time I start my presentations with a personal story. And the reason is, is I want to connect with the audience on an emotional level. I want to be recognized as a relatable human being. And I really want to be acknowledged as a potential guide who can take them from pain to glory. And this is regardless of the size. If I'm speaking to 10 people or two and a half thousand people, I start with story. However, 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 pandemic-ridden virtual presentations taught me something pretty interesting. That instead of using my story to get attention, I should use it to keep attention in a virtual setting. And here's why, okay? In a world of people switching off their camera, secretly scrolling emails, or engaging in private jokes on Slack, I wanted to ensure that my story gets the eyeballs and ears it deserves in a virtual setting. So I began inserting a pattern interrupting opener to build 
audience momentum. And the interesting thing happened that once I got their attention and built momentum, it really allowed my story to have its maximum impact. It worked its magic. Okay. So let's do it. Let's break it down. Let's break down the stack, the momentum method. Okay. It's three steps. Step number one is thinking about things like a comedian. Okay. Here's what I mean. Just like a comedian would build momentum through audience participation in a live in-person show, what you want to do is head to the chat function to recreate a similar experience virtually. Now, ultimately, with my stack the momentum method, what we're going to do is ask our virtual audience a series of three questions. And question number one inside of step one begins with a low friction question, which only which only requires a yes or a no as a response. Why? Because, hey, we need to build momentum and we need to do it fast. And in order to do that, we must reduce the perceived effort of engaging in the chat function. So let's run an example, okay? <laughs> okay, let's run an example. What's happening, people? Let's head on down to the chat function for a second. And I'd love to know how many of you secretly press snooze on your alarm this morning? Type yes in the chat if you did and type no if you didn't. Now, the beauty about this is there's low levels of friction and invasiveness and it should stimulate the chat popping off, right? It really should stimulate the chat popping off. Yes, no, and even some context and a joke or two being thrown around by certain participants. And this, by the way, is such a dope opportunity to read out that person's name and even respond to it in a lighthearted way because we really want to create a safe and fun environment. For example, Joe says, yup, I proudly snooze my alarm eight times this morning. Sleep is the best. I agree, man. I agree, I do. But my 11-month-old daughter, well... She seems to think otherwise, man. <laughs> and by the way, with a response like that, you could even substitute it. Or rather, instead of giving a response like that, if time permits, you can even give an attendee 60 seconds to share their brief story on stage, which is pretty cool. And when I say attendee, it could be team member, prospect. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying, right? You know where I'm going with this. Sales kickoff season is coming, people, and I love it, man. I love it because it's such an exciting time as a speaker. But for enablement professionals and revenue leaders, well, it can be kind of stressful, you know, and having delivered storytelling keynotes and workshops for revenue teams like NetSuite, Crunchbase, and AB Tasty, I know it's not just about motivation and inspiration, but also about finding the right speaker who can educate your audience and spark a long lasting shift in behavior. So, hey, if you are thinking about storytelling as a theme for kicking off your new fiscal year, then head on down to www.theraviregiani.com forward slash speaking to check out my speaker reel. Take a look at some of my topics and some customer stories to see if there's a fit. And if there is, then you can scroll down to the bottom and book an alignment call with me directly. All right, let's get back to the show. Now let's head to step two. So momentum is building. 
And now what we want to do is insert a medium friction question, which requires a quantitative answer as a response. For example, okay, people, what I'd love to know is on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate yourself as a storyteller today? This is a medium friction question. Why? Because it does require a certain level of vulnerability. I couldn't ask that out of the gate. Well, actually I could, but there's a lower likelihood of me receiving the volume of responses that I desire. But if you've already, you know, if you've already built a healthy amount of rapport, you should really have the chat popping off again. And these responses are gold because what it would tell me is who do I have in the room? Do I have a ton of storytelling white belts or a room filled with storytelling black belts? And it also, funny enough, it also allows me to get a little bit playful because some individuals will score themselves high or even off the scale. I've had this before. I was delivering a keynote, a virtual keynote in ooh, January 2022. And this one dude was like, yeah, man, I'm like an 11 or something like that. And what was fun was... He was now my sidekick for feedback and perspective throughout my presentation. I made him a part of the show and performance, and it was fun. It was cool. And by the way, oh, side note, you can actually ask this question at the end of your presentation to assess the instant impact of your learning. So at the end, you could say, okay, people, now, how would you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 as a storyteller? So it allows you to see if your presentation really solved a problem, okay? That's just a side note. Step three, step three. So momentum is accelerating and you have your audience's attention. This is literally the perfect time to ask a high friction question, which requires a qualitative response. A bit more thought, a bit more intention. So let me give an example. Okay, before we get into it, peeps, I'd love to know, what's one challenge you are experiencing right now that you believe this presentation could solve? Now, the interesting thing is, if you asked this question out of the gate, you'd receive surface level answers at best. And the reason is because, once again, zero rapport, a lack of psychological safety. Okay, so we're leaving this to the end because there's a higher likelihood that somebody is going to give us a response and give us a meaningful response. And once you do receive a meaningful response, oh man, it's beautiful. And I'll tell you why, because you now know exactly what to sprinkle into your presentation to make this a home run for people. And this will ensure that your presentation actually makes your audience feel seen and heard. And as you solve these micro problems for them throughout your presentation, you'll begin to accelerate trust like never before because they'll go, ah, Ravi actually listened to us. Ah, Ravi actually took my consideration into consideration. And hey, you've officially built audience momentum. You've stolen your audience's attention in a healthy way. And in my case, my audience are now primed for my punchy story to keep their attention, right? So this is all about a virtual setting. And obviously, this isn't a rule. This isn't a formula. This is a framework. So what I'd ask you to do is contextualize this to what it means to you and test it, okay? And if you want to test it, there's three real steps. Let's start with the first step, which is priming. 
write down your three questions before your next low stakes virtual presentation, meaning you could just test it internally before you take it to a webinar in front of clients. Then head on down to the training day where you actually go out and test the method in a live scenario in a low risk environment. Okay, so step one, write down your questions. Step two is use it in a low risk scenario. When I say it, I mean use the stack the momentum method at the beginning of your presentation. And then game day, graduate to using it in a high stakes scenario and watch the magic unfold. Now, bonus tip, review the Zoom recording post game day to really see where you can improve. And remember, my friend, a confident delivery is everything. So in summary, remember this isn't a rule. Just remember that it's a framework, okay? And as always, leading with intention is Batman and applying context is Robin. Let me give an example. I, earlier this year, delivered the virtual keynote speech for Oracle NetSuite's sales kickoff. And there were over two and a half thousand people in attendance. The chat function was actually disabled. So as a result, I adapted my method accordingly. So for you, just remember this, test, tweak, and iterate And remember, there will be scenarios where you have to pivot. Make it your own, people. Make it your own. All right, much love. I'll see you next week, same time, same place for another episode of the show. I'm enjoying a good solo episode here and there. I miss it, man. You may get more from me. All right, I'll see you soon. Peace. I have a question for you, my friend. And that question is, is what would it take to have you subscribe to the Influential Communicator podcast and leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Because I tell you what, my friend, my big mission is to help B2B sellers and all listeners of this show sell more by becoming influential storytellers and communicators without without suppressing their personality and disowning their value. So, hey, The more the word gets out about this podcast, the more people we can gather on this mission. So if you could support me, then hey, that would be dope. And if not, that's dope too. Either way, I got love for you. All right, I'll see you on the other side.